Hello, 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 and welcome, everybody. This is uh, Dr. Barry, MD, back again for another show. Another exciting podcast today. Um, I'm sure you got, I'm sure you guys have been kind of uh, following me on the uh, Instagram and the interwebs. Of course, my uh, blog at www.controlyourweight. That's weight spelled W, numeral 8.com. Um, we have a you know, lot, lot of new information out there, and the most recent post is kind of something I've been interested in lately, and that's about meditation. And um, now, because you know, I'm kind of still kind of in the early stages of kind of understanding more about meditation and mindfulness and some of the amazing ways that meditation can help improve your overall health and wellness, and that's been scientifically proven, by the way. You can check the blog out for more details on that. Um, you know, we decided to get an expert here, someone who's extremely, you know, well-versed in these, in these avenues of, a, of, a, of, a, of meditation and relaxation techniques. And uh, let me go ahead and introduce her. Um, her name is Mrs. Nicole Peralta, right? And she yes. is a yoga expert. Now, why don't you tell us a little more about yourself, Nicole, and kind of what got you into yoga and kind of what led to your journey to get to this point of kind of getting to that. I don't know if you're a yogi or what's the official term for a uh, you know, master <laughs> yoga practitioner, if you will. Yeah, um, so I got into yoga pretty much the year after I graduated from college, and I just realized that if I was going to manage my stress and work-related stress, that going to happy hours and complaining with my coworkers was not going to be <laughs> a sustainable way exactly. and that's actually for the, me to exist. One thing I will say, that's something that, and unfortunately, that's a common way of dealing with stress. People don't really understand kind of some of the dangers of excessive alcohol use or drug use or any kind of prescription drug use for that matter. To deal with emotions can have long-term effects that maybe we don't realize until it's too late. So that's why I'm glad you brought that up. That's yeah. one thing I've noticed as well in the uh, you know, medical field of people coming in and they're having these issues because of how they manage their stress. And it was some sort of unhealthy, you know, um, um, habit. And then before you know it, they have a medical issue that they are now trying to deal with. So yeah. go ahead and continue, please. Yeah. So um, I stumbled upon yoga at a YMCA and it was um, an all levels class and I just really enjoyed it. I actually utilize yoga as a compliment um, as a runner. So oh, nice, I... Nice. Um, were you running like professionally or track um, or did you just, like, for, college just for or? fun? Um, okay. I just picked up running in college oh, okay. awesome. my senior year, and then um, I started training for five Ks, ten Ks, and nice. half marathons nice. and triathlons. So I utilize that as a way to complement um, my exercise. So I okay. looked at it as a stretching awesome. mechanism and also just to deal with stress. Yeah, yeah. So running so. is funny too. You mentioned that because I'm actually. Uh, I, I got into running, but kind of by force. I played soccer a lot when I was in, like, oh, in high okay. school. Yeah. So our coach made us run cross country, and I used to mm. hate running back then. But then I was not in the best of shape, so uh, which is actually a whole different story in itself. But uh, we can talk about that later. But anyway, so running, I've you know lear later learned love now. I do it regularly, and uh, even though I had some issues with running too, which you know more like joint related issues. So mm -hmm. you know I'm not you know the youngest uh, person out here. So I was <laughs> trying to explore different ways I can continue maintaining my yeah. you know, cardiovascular activity, but at the same time you know, uh, push myself and really challenge myself, which I think I did try to do with running. And that's actually why I've been, you know, getting more and more interested in yoga. Now, I've done yoga casually sure. here and there, but, you know, I haven't really, you know, um, you know, taking it seriously, like doing it regularly and kind of taking it, you know, really, you know, seriously as far as, you know, dedicating, you know, regular intervals to it so I can make mm -hmm. sure I can mm -hmm. and try to gain some of the benefits that people are experiencing. Now, so tell me more about some of your, your clients. Like, I know you've been yoga for a while, so you probably have a lot of different yeah, stories that yeah. you can relay about patients, you, people you've interacted with, and then sure. how they've kind of 
but you know the changes that they've experienced in their life doing more kind of meditative techniques like yoga and things yeah like yeah definitely so um I'm in my fifth year of teaching yoga, and um, what's very interesting here about Houston is that yoga can be, like, different things to different people. So um, some of my clients are very serious yogis, and they want to do the most complicated arm balances, (laughs) headstands. Yeah, yeah, they're, like, very (laughs) fitness-oriented. And then um, I also work with populations where this may be their first time to ever do yoga. So well, I think yeah. the people, a lot of people are intimidated by the whole concept yes. of meditation. They think it's some sort of, some people think it's a different religion. You're like sure. somehow becoming, you know, you know, some sort of a, a heathen or something. But that's what people don't understand that. Yes. Because unfortunately, a lot of, you know, religions have kind of co-opted a lot of the mm-hmm. techniques and adopted mm-hmm. them to their own practice. So people kind of associate it. But the idea of just kind of, you know, just achieving, you know, a, a state of peacefulness and relaxation, it's literally, you know, a completely, you know, secular concept you're not literally yes. worshiping it, but you're literally just trying to clear your mind of everything and trying to yes. learn how to relax and yoga is unique because you know it incorporates physical activity into it as well so you almost uh, can try to work on your breathing and relaxation while at the same time stretching stretching and strength training which is something yes. that you don't see in too many activities where you can really kill two birds with one stone if you will. exactly and so that's kind of why uh, you know yoga of course is gaining more popularity over and over not that it hasn't been popular for for millennia literally i mean many right, many right, you know, right. different you know you know um, ancient practice from even ancient Africa to even of course um, um, Asian they have, have, have long you know histories of yoga and different you know similar kind of practices and like that so the modern kind of version of if you will is kind of what's kind of getting this new attention yes. because all this new de- data has come out I don't know if you're familiar with some of the, the research um, there's actually a study that came out of John Hopkins fear just died okay anyway so <laughs> <laughs> I was studying from <laughs> I got from John Hopkins about how yoga had literally had shown um, uh, actual improvements in patients' health and well-being, decreased levels of stress, decreased levels Definitely. of inflammation, just yes. from engaging in regular yes. activities and meditation. This is just yes. simply meditating. Not even talking about doing the yoga part. Just right. simply meditating and relaxing for 15 minutes a day regularly. People were seeing such improvements in various body parts, including you know immune system improvements and you know cardiovascular health and blood pressure. It became like almost as effective as prescription medication. Yes, and so. Uh, you know, so tell me more about that. I mean, do you see any patients that, you, or not? I keep saying patients. Excuse me, guys, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> any yeah. clients or whoever you interact with, kind of any kind of stories of kind of yeah, life improvement benefits they've definitely able to achieve. Go ahead. So, um, I've been working with a group of elderly clients um, that are in their sixties to their eighties, um, starting in January, and it was a chair. It's a chair yoga class where all my yoga classes always start with a meditation. Okay. And for this chair yoga class, um, a lot of them cannot move in the traditional sense of a yoga class where you're on your mat. Mm-hmm. So all of our moves are in a chair. Oh, really? And okay. a lot of them um, suffer from diabetes, mm-hmm. um, arthritis, mm-hmm. and they do suffer from stress. Mm-hmm. And um, they're a retired community, so I think a lot of it is um, not only is that connection with other people and encouraging them, um, but also they... Um, get to connect with themselves and I think that's the biggest goal so the relationship between yoga and meditation is it was invented back in India so that um, really hyperactive um, teenage boys who were trying to learn to be better meditators had a physical activity to calm them down so that's why yoga was invented so they could be better meditators 
And so a lot of it gets lost in um, the westernized culture. And um, a lot of us focus in on the physical um, and don't realize like there is um, a sense of higher consciousness. It is absolutely, absolutely. Um, with it. And, it. and for me myself, like that's how I looked at it. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a way to stretch and it's injury prevention as mm-hmm. a runner. Mm-hmm. And I'll calm myself down. Exactly. And um, that kind of mindfulness and calm and peace is a lot easier for a lot of westernized mm-hmm. populations to connect to versus... I'm going to sit here for five minutes yeah. and not yeah. do anything. Definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely. And, and I, I think that's a, that's a pretty good distinction as far as kind of how the different kind of, you know, the base information as far as the different techniques and the mm-hmm. whole idea of kind of concentration mm-hmm. is kind of similar, but yeah. it's kind of adapted to kind of fit yeah. the, 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 the climate, the cultural climate, if you will, of the different populations that are, you know, you know trying to adopt it. So, um, so the overall, you know, I think, you know, you said a lot of, great things as far as why you know yoga is so helpful and why it's done a lot of helpful things but what about um like are you familiar with the whole concept behind mantras and like you know meditation mantras sure. and kind of some of the importance behind that or what, yeah what, yeah that's one thing I, I kind of briefly hinted on earlier definitely in my um article but wanted to kind of kind of focus more because there's a lot of because i was looking some, briefly into that and i saw a lot of kind of you know really really extensive you know sure you know information out there on mantras and different mantras different yeah yeah views and kind of some of the benefits because i thought it was more of a kind of a focusing kind of i guess the thing you could focus on during meditation to help yes clear the mind and focus and things like that so tell me more about kind of yeah definitely on those and how you can use those to help yeah meditation so um for me i always share a mantra or an intention in my yoga classes Mm -hmm. and in the guided meditation Mm -hmm. and um what it is is centering around and empowering vision or empowering thought Mm -hmm. And um, by utilizing a mantra, you focus in on just one thing that you want to work on or improve on um, into this higher consciousness. So it can just be something like, I am love, or I am peace. And by utilizing your thoughts, it leads to the words that you speak to yourself and the words that you speak to others, and it leads to your actions. And the tiny little decisions that you make each day and from that, your choices lead to your destiny. So that's how powerful a mantra can be. Mm, I mean, I, yeah. I agree, because I think the whole concept of kind of speaking things to existence is extremely real. And that's one thing that mm-hmm. people kind of chalk up to the just kind of, you know, conspiracy theory or whatever, you know, yeah. you, you know, some kind of, you know, the secret. Or, yeah, or yeah, yeah. But the reality is if you speak it something, you can say something and manifest it just by, you know, because what, what, uh, you know, when you speak something, you, you truly, usually try to live it. That's usually part of your life, yeah. what you're doing, what yeah. you're about. When you're saying things or trying exactly. to affirming things, you know, that's just human nature. Once you say things and you think of something as a truth, you're going to probably live to, according to that truth. So that's why, it's, you know, you know that whole idea of learning how to focus and then adopting concepts you want to try to, you know, evolve, I guess, in your life. Exactly. A center, port, port, yeah. center port of focus in your life can easily be something that can ultimately become manifested if you were able to, you know, work toward that. So that's something that people don't really talk about now. You know, of course, it's a complex, you know, it's obviously a new concept, but something that as far as in modern times, not it's not really kind of, you know, it's not really discussed a lot because I think there's so many distractions out there. People are always worried yeah. about everything else. That Oh, yeah. The idea of kind of sitting down and looking at inwards and focused on your own kind of mm-hmm. body, body is such a, you know, crazy idea. Right. Unless it's Instagram related because you want to, you know, yeah. get, get your makeup brighter or something else. <laughs> you know, superficial. 
So um, that's why I think the monetary concept was pretty fascinating to me in general. And you know, I was you know curious whether or not you've you've known the whole the, if the the concepts or the different mantras that exist, you know, are you know, I guess if they're you know, if there's any controversy, basically, as far as mantras and how they're used and whether or not, let's sure. let's really for instance, there's one mantra I saw about like the like the money, like chant or something like that. So you can say sure. this, you can uh, hope for more money now. So people may say, hey, that's great. You know, I'm broke. I, I would love some more money. So others may say, well, that's kind of you know a little bit greedy. You know, you only chant about money all right, day. Is that really right. a focus we should be you know focused on? So yeah. Do you have any of those like controversies, I guess, in that in the whole community regarding mantras, or if it's more a personal issue, or there is any kind of idea? yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't really seen a, a lot of that where there's a hard line on that. Um, as a yoga teacher, I'm very fortunate to work for studios that just really want me to be myself and be authentic with whatever mantra or belief that I have. And um, just as long as it's something about gaining higher consciousness, becoming a better human in whatever way and just looking at yoga as a lifestyle instead mm-hmm. of just you know the physical practice mm-hmm. um i haven't really seen anything where people are like oh you're you know worshiping you know another deity <laughs> okay. and the funny thing is because i grew up catholic mm-hmm. i feel like there's a lot of parallels of like course. there's lighting of the candles there's mm-hmm. being quiet actually, actually hold that thought yeah. that's actually an excellent concept we're gonna go right back to that <laughs> yeah and uh, we're gonna take a commercial break sure and uh so let's come back after the break and we'll go more into that very yeah. topic Thank you guys for listening. Um, this is uh, Dr. Bear again. This is after the break, so we can get more into this uh, you know, controversial topic. And uh, stay tuned. All right, everybody, I'm back. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, hanging with us after the break. Again, we have our um, in-house yogi today. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, we are recording live in studio, so it's actually a pretty special occasion. But again, I want to rec- uh, reintroduce uh, Mrs. Uh, Nicole Peralta, uh, 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 a yoga uh, expert, if you will. She's here to tell us more about yoga and meditation and kind of what it's about and kind of why it's something that we should all consider maybe, you know, looking more into, um, you know, going forward. So, again, so after the, the last segment, uh, we kind of mentioned something that was, I think is pretty, you know, interesting. Uh, it definitely controversial, but I think something we need to talk about a little bit more. And that's more about how there's so some parallels between some of these you know, meditative kind of practices and some of the, you know, religious practices that are done sure. in a lot of these, you know, organized religions. So, Expand more more on that, if you will. Sure. Um, because I grew up as a Catholic, I feel like there's a lot of tools that we were given um, just to be more quiet and to go inwards. Um, you know, just like people pray the rosary and they have their beads to count their prayers, um, yogis mm-hmm. practice utilizing mala beads oh, where okay. they count and they use a mantra. Exactly. And they, you know, repeat these prayers mm-hmm. over and over exactly. again. I think there's a lot yeah. of small short prayers exactly. that repeated a lot in Catholicism mm-hmm. and it's very similar to the whole mantra concept which, you know, relaxing, closing your eyes, repeating, that's kind of a similar kind of idea of getting yeah. people to focus but kind of if you could, and that, in that era it would be like a, a mainstream version of, <laughs> you know, exactly. that. So it just kind of, you know, again, different eras, different practices for different people. So that's yeah. kind of what people, you know, sometimes don't understand and they'll, you know, assume that something is because they don't understand it. They think it's vastly different and completely foreign right, to what they're right. used to. And in reality, there's a lot of similarities. Probably more they are than there are differences. But anyway, so definitely. So anything else? I mean, is there? I mean, is that something you've noticed as far as 
lot of different people who come to you, especially of different faiths, and they may ask, hey, what's going on with yoga? I've kind of sure. I've heard things, you know. Yeah, you yeah, them, yeah. Or is there any kind of, kind of overall advice you give them as far as right. how they should approach it or what they should expect and, you know. Yeah. Usually what people ask me about are like just the unfamiliar things, like why at the end of a yoga class we say namaste. Mm-hmm. And, now, um, are you praying to some uh, demon god or something? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Just joking. No, <laughs> no. No, and that's it's an interesting question because sometimes I'm like, what are we saying when, when you ask me to do that? And people always have a choice to participate in that. And basically, namaste just means uh, light inside of me okay. bows down and humbly recognizes a light in you. Okay. That sounds beautiful. So I don't know who would be upset with that unless right. you didn't know what it was. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of the basis yeah. of most hate. Yeah, yeah. let's be honest. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. But, uh, but ultimately, though, I mean, I think, you know, the, the key is people just need to understand what's going on, kind of try to explore different yeah. things and try to learn more. That's usually, I think kind of the solution to a lot of issues people just kind of really explore and you'll be shocked that there's a lot of things that are out there that are pretty kind of familiar but you just don't realize it yet you know and yeah i kind of do a lot of that with food too a lot of people see different cuisines they'll say oh that looks weird but really it's just kind of starch and a little bit of protein but they don't understand kind of because it's mm-hmm. prepared differently so it's now foreign. yeah and so i think understanding different things from different foreign concepts and kind of looking at similarities and you realize a lot more similarities and differences so so thanks for bringing that up so now then let's move on to the next topic and Kind of what I want to do with this podcast, too, um, just let people know about kind of the importance of yoga and uh, or meditation, if you will. And uh, yoga is just one of those. There's a lot of different kinds. Of, if you're a Tai Chi practitioner or, you know, Buddhist uh, practitioner, there's a lot of different formations of yoga. and just Or just regular meditators. People like to sit down, relax, and just be quiet. It's really kind of a similar and really the same thing. You have understanding how to kind of calm yourself down and really teach your body how to, you know, relax. And even a stress situation, that, that's kind of the overall goal. And that's where we see the scientific benefits and that's kind of why I want people to get a better understanding of you know you know why meditation you know is important and kind of how to do it correctly so um, <clears throat> so basically um, I want to give you a few tips on on meditation and I have an expert here to feel free to correct me whenever you say oh yeah crazy. yeah yeah that's why of that's course. why you're here so <laughs> um, so I, I just want to kind of um, you know stress a couple points so the first thing you should do I think as a, as a someone who's looking to just kind of start meditating and say screw it you know I'm tired of you know doing all this crazy stuff. I really need to relax, learn how to relax, teach myself how to relax and, and control my, my overall um, mental activity. Um, you want to kind of find somewhere quiet, right? Just a relaxed, quiet location. You know, kids are screaming, you know, put them away somewhere. Even if it's in the bathroom or somewhere in your bedroom or just even in the closet, if you will, even if it's that bad. Yeah. I mean, just find somewhere you can really, you know, remove the external, you know, noise. I mean, you have any um, um, additional... Um, as far as noise or kind of location, yeah. Of course, now, like, where do you like to meditate, or where do you, where do you um, like to typically? I go? feel like I have to do it in the morning, okay. Because um, I just try to wake up a little earlier mm-hmm. than usual, mm-hmm. and I just start off in the morning. And honestly, I keep it simple: okay. five minutes, okay, ten minutes, and okay. sometimes it's in my bed, yeah. yeah. And I don't even get out of my bed okay. to do it. Okay. So yeah. you're sleeping or are you actually doing it? Um, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just joking. No. And, and some, some people will do that right before they go to bed and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just kind of teasing. Yeah, but yeah. Look, people, because people see the stereotypical, you know, the fancy poses, you know, with mm. the, that's for the advanced practitioners. So you don't sure. have to feel so if you're not doing this, you know, somewhere in a, over an ocean somewhere, you're not yeah. anything. That's, that's just marketing and gimmicks. At the end of the day, in your bed, relax, you know, kind of in your own thoughts, trying mm-hmm. to calm yourself down is a perfect you know, meditation, you know, scenarios. Yeah. But as long as you relax and your mind is at peace, 
that's really the right. goal. So it's the right. whole location thing is more for Instagram, honestly, at the end of the day. But it's still, you know, now, now don't get it wrong. Now, if you're in this, over an ocean somewhere, relax in Hawaii, mm-hmm. hey, that's a, a fantastic <laughs> place. <to> take. <laughs> but it's not required. That's kind of the, yeah. the overall point. Yeah. So it's good. So and that kind of leads to the next uh, point. Um, by the way, I'm reading off the uh, the blog, controlyourweight.com. Check it out there if you want to get more information. It's just kind of written down. There's, there's 100 million, you know, meditative guides. I've linked some of those as well on the blog. You can go to um, – so just, uh, you know, feel free to go on the site if you want more information or to follow along the, with the show. Um, again, the next step is time and routine. Now, you mentioned how you do it in the morning. That's kind of, you know, I think a popular time because it's something you know that you're going to be alone and kind of yes. by yourself. And then the, most people are sleeping around you, hopefully, so you mm-hmm. can really get that quiet time that a lot of people don't, you know, have trouble finding during the day. Um, do you have... Um, any other kind of tips regarding time? Like, I've heard sure. you said it regularly. Like, what are some of the things you tell your Yeah, yeah, twice? yeah. So um, the next tip, if mm-hmm. you can't do it in the morning, mm-hmm. is to find what works for your schedule. And so a couple of things. Um, some people prefer to do it right before they go to bed. Okay. Um, the only problem for some people is they fall asleep yeah, yeah. when they meditate. Mm-hmm. Another second time that... And just oh, real quick, one, one thing people don't, a lot of people have trouble with is insomnia. That's a big yeah, issue. Yeah. So that's actually a great way to help calm yourself down and go to sleep. Exactly. Right? That's why there's nothing wrong with that. That's actually an excellent way to help yourself sleep is meditation and relaxing and breath, breath control. And a lot of people are, are popping ambience, unfortunately, every night or right. you know, taking 20 beers to the head because they really can't relax. Mm-hmm. You know, meditation is a great you know, alternative now. Again, everyone's results are different, but I think there's a lot of success out there with the practice. So, yeah. and so you're saying at night and any other kind of popular yeah, time? Yeah, so another popular time, if you're a busy person who works, most people have like a 10 or 15 minute break. Mm-hmm. And um, I call it the tea or coffee meditation. Okay. Absolutely. So instead of getting your um, coffee to go, see if what it feels like to actually just sit down and drink a cup of coffee or a cup of tea mm-hmm. for 15 minutes without listening to anything, playing with your phone, and try that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's an excellent idea. I, I tell people, too, go to their, you know, like, if they're at work and they just get stressed out, they can go to their car for 15 minutes or 20 minutes or go to the break mm-hmm. room or somewhere they can just get some peace and quiet. And now, now if you're going in the car and, and turning up Migos and rocking out, I mean, clearly, you know, you can do that, too. <laughs> but if you really want to calm yourself down and really kind of get that boost of energy for the rest of the day, meditation is an excellent alternative mm-hmm. just to help you kind of relax and clear the mind so that you can really be a little more focused and sharper than you would normally would if you're stressed out from, you know, or fatigued from constant stress. Um, now, the second thing, or the third thing, sorry, is um, learning t- how to determine your focus. And that's one thing I want people to understand about meditation. Meditation is really learning how to focus or really just concentrate all of your energies on a single concept or thought or action just to kind of teach your mind how to basically basically clear itself of everything else so that you can really you know, the, basically the goal is to clear the mind. So I tell people a lot of times, if they're interested in meditation, kind of the base thing you could do as someone who just wants to learn how to relax is just focus on your breathing. And that's something that's pretty commonly done. So yes. tell me more about kind of focusing, because I think some people think that, you know, if you don't have, you know, like a certain mantra, or if you don't have a, a certain kind of, you know, thing to, to think about, it's kind of hard to really focus or really get to that focus like so sure do you have any tips or things you tell your, your clients that they should do to help them get them in my state to really you know get to that mental clarity that they're trying to achieve with their focus yeah so um actually i really struggled with classic traditional meditation mm-hmm. for a very long time okay so um one of the things that they always talk about is um, utilizing the breath and anchoring into the breath okay um 
but I've taken it to other places. Um, I started taking up watercoloring and using 20 minutes of watercoloring Mm. um, only simply because it's a very um, difficult medium Mm -hmm. so you actually have to pay attention to what's happening on the Mm -hmm. page Mm -hmm. and anything we can ground down into a physical sense Mm. either the sound of your breath Mm -hmm. maybe um, using an essential oil Mm -hmm. um, using the the sense of smell mm-hmm. to ground down. Mm-hmm. I've even taught chocolate meditations. Really? What so, are you doing, like making chocolate while meditating? <laughs> you just get a piece of chocolate and okay. you you utilize the five senses. You uh, look at the chocolate, okay. you smell the chocolate, hmm. you sit down quietly and eat that piece of food hmm. as slowly as possible. Interesting. That sounds actually pretty awesome. I yeah, yeah, and it's very Not, popular class. Don't be, don't, don't be worried about it. <laughs> now, me as a physician, I'm worried about obesity. Like, people go, okay, let me just keep meditating. We're eating chocolate. Right, right. We're eating a thousand calories here. Right, right, right. So, that definitely sounds amazing. I can't even lie. But, you know, just be careful of the calorie content and be careful of your overall. You know, I'm actually, full disclosure, I'm actually a big uh, <laughs> right. weight loss person. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm all yeah. about calorie content. But that sounds fantastic because I think the focus concept is if you're a chocolate lover, that would be an excellent way to kind of, yeah. you gotta focus on something you're really into and then really kind of allow that to be to the slow thing down. you can slow down and really learn how yeah. to relax. And that's actually a pretty innovative concept. I really like that. I would definitely, um, uh, I don't know if, the, um, if that's something that, you know, if that's what level of yoga that is or what level of meditation that is. Or yeah, it's actually entry level. Kind of, oh, really? Like, yeah, awesome. because um, the way I see it is that we're not mindful about what we eat. If that's definitely the case. And that's actually true. That's actually one of my biggest things. Like, yeah. Mindful. Actually, like one thing I've talked about a lot is how people basically are mindless eaters. They just kind of eat and eat. Yes, and don't think about yes, it. definitely. And then before you know it, oh, God, I've consumed 2,000 calories just casually here. Like, right. And I, I wasn't even hungry. And that's yeah. that's really what the crux of obesity, especially I think in Western diets and Western cultures. Exactly. Is ca- casual eating. And I, I'm definitely not a saint. I, I will definitely... You know, you know, you know, fall victim to that as well. But mm-hmm. the key is understanding the concepts of you know what you're putting in your mouth and how it's affecting yeah. you and what it's composed of, and that's part of it. You know, really being aware of what you're eating, and that that's really awesome. You guys are integrating that with yeah, you know, and that's the insight. Focus. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's, that that's my students have shared. They're like, definitely. oh, if I actually just slow down and focus on chewing my food. Yeah. I can actually enjoy it and realize definitely. I don't have to consume so much. Definitely, definitely. And, that's yeah. what, and one thing people don't know, that's what I tell people about too, about slowing down when they're eating because it helps your, your body kind of relax. And if you're, your body can adjust to whatever you're doing. So if you're just overeating, eventually you're mm-hmm. so stretch out, your, 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 your sense of hunger and everything will be adjusted so you can be used to eating that and your yeah. metabolism will be adjusted. So you have to be careful. That's why the whole, what you're thinking and what you're, you know, kind of, Bring to the to the universe, if you will. Now, you know, I sound like you here, but <laughs> whatever you're thinking and speaking great. out, yeah, makes, you, you can manifest that. That's why it's important you understand about eating and what you're putting in your bodies and what you're putting, in, how many calories you're consuming, and just right. kind of all those concepts. That's all important as far as yeah. establishing that that better state of wellness, which I, hopefully everyone's trying to achieve. You know, yeah, not that everyone's perfect, but at the same time, if you're long, you're trying to get to that point of improvement. That's always going to be better than yeah. just not trying, and that's unfortunately what a lot of people are, are doing. So. Um, so great. So uh, and last, my last tip here, of course, is uh, get a professional, which is what I did. <laughs> we have one here. So you know, hopefully, you know, you can reach out to uh, Nicole Peralta. Excellent. Um, I think she. Where, where do you do your yoga? So other people want to maybe reach out to. Sure. You yeah. Tell yeah. Me where they can find you. Where you at? What's going on? Yeah. So the two places that I teach um, mostly out of is through Black Swan Yoga. Okay. And they have a location um, off of Kirby. Okay. And a location off of White Oak. Mm-hmm. And the 
other studio I work for is Yoga Lena, okay. which is at the intersection of Westheimer and Shepherd. Okay, great, great. Yeah. So, do you have like classes anywhere? Regular? Yeah, they, yeah. They so, do you have Instagram? They can yeah, my Instagram account uh-huh. um, will post my schedule weekly. Okay, so, great. it's Art Yoga Play. Art Yoga Play, great. Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. simple. All one word, I'm guessing. Yeah. Right? So, Art Yoga Play. So, check her out on Instagram at, at Art Yoga Play. Um, excellent. I know a lot of quality people recommended me to her. That's why she's here. And, uh, you know, um, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I have not taken her class yet, full disclosure, but I will be taking her class. I'm definitely so <laughs> yes, please I, come by. I'm definitely, um, you know, excited for that, and I'm sure that you know, you know, just judging by what she's told us here and kind of what she shared with us, that she's definitely, I think, uh, you know, equipped to really help any person, any level, really achieve whatever level of you know, yoga mastery they're they're looking for. And uh, I, me, I'm just saying, just try the basics. You know, don't have to go too crazy. But if you love it and you really get into it, then hell, you know, the sky's the limit. I mean, you can really. Mm-hmm. There's people who've been practicing for for thousands of years. So there's so much information out there. You can really really decide kind of however you want to approach it and really just make it, you know, fit your own routine. So, um, you know, that being said, one thing, one more thing I want to mention, two cool um, apps. I don't know if you do any of the apps yeah. things, but I'm a big, you know, tech person, so I like to tell people about apps they can use as well. Definitely. Um, you know, there's one real cool app that I saw and uh, um, played with recently. It was really exciting called the Calm app. Uh, it really helps more with the breathing, the, I mean, the breathing and the kind of, you know, mindfulness kind of exercise, which you know, that uh, I think is very beneficial as well. So check that out on the iOS store and on Android. So that's a good one. And also the Headspace app. Um, again, all these recommendations can be found on, on the on the, on the the blog at controlyourweight.com. Again, I um, just want to thank you, Nicole, for coming out. Um, anything else you want to share? Any kind of other tips or tricks? Or uh, yeah. you kind of shared a lot of great information already. So I don't know if you right. have any final words before we close out. Today. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing is just to keep it simple. Mm-hmm. And definitely, definitely. just give it five minutes. Exactly. Everyone has five minutes somewhere in their day. Exactly. Perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, five minutes is more than enough to really start the process. And uh, it doesn't take much at all. Um, I would just encourage everybody to start somewhere. And, uh, you know, and uh, if you need help, there's a lot of professionals out there who can help you. Um, I think, uh, is there any directories or anything for, for, for folks that look up yoga or a local meditation? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um I mm-hmm. know that there's meditation classes okay. through um, Yoga One. Okay. And they also have a center called the Zen Center okay. over in um, the Heights area of okay. town as well. Okay. And this is just <clears throat> for the Houston area um, uh, listeners. Check those out. You know, um, for those uh, you know on the internet, uh, just check your local directories, and I'm sure you can definitely find a lot of uh, practitioners out there wherever you're at, really in the world. We can uh, kind of lead you onto this uh, yoga or meditation kind of journey. Again, thanks a lot for coming out, uh, Nicole. Appreciate you. Uh, thanks for all the listeners out there. Appreciate you guys listening. And, uh, um, of course, the SoundCloud listeners, appreciate you guys as well. Thanks a lot, uh, everybody. And, again, thanks uh, for listening. Another great show of the uh, Dr. Barry uh, Health and Wellness Podcast. Thanks.